Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Mistletoe Secret. I am the Christmas Whisper, Trey Plutnicki. And I am the contract you have to sign so it's not weird when you hang out with people, Daniel Kunkel. <laughs> we today are watching a movie, a film, called The Mistletoe Promise. Daniel, we teased this um, movie uh, two times ago. Yep. Um, Wait, and last we, time. We and, about. La- and last time. I was excited for it because it contains the word mistletoe in it, which is our namesake. Yes. Um, there was no mistletoe kiss in this movie. I am furious. Damn it. <laughs> I don't know who let that make it past R&D without the, a damn mistletoe kiss in, in a script. movie that has a mistletoe in the <laughs> title. What um, are you doing? So this is called The Mistletoe Promise. Yes. Um, I have a hot review. Are you, are okay. you ready for it? I'm, I'm always okay. scared, but I'm always yeah. ready. Um... What happened to the book plot? Three out of ten. Okay. Having read the book, my wife and I both commented at the end of the movie. What happened to the book? In the book, Elise has been dumped on by her ex-husband and best friend. She has a dull job where she is put down by Zoe, has no friends, and harbors a secret that drags her down. Not like Elise in the movie. Although a partner at his law firm, Nick is also lonely and harbors a secret that drags him down. In the movie, Elise and Nick come closer together, and in the end, you expect them to tell each other their secrets, but it never happens. That is what makes the book so good. If you have two hours to spend, forget the movie and read the book. You'll feel a lot better. You know, when we watch the Mrs. Miracle movies, yeah, the reviews did not complain about the book. No, nobody does. No. So it's curious to me because this is one of almost half of these reviews complain about the book, how it's not like the book. It's very good in spite of the ending being bad because the book is better. Well, what the what is the book ending then? Yeah, I don't know. Mistletoe. Oh, we're going to Can you pull up can you pull up the uh what is it what is Goodreads yeah. uh, the Goodreads uh, yeah, review here, of this here book? Here we go. Oh, okay, Goodreads. All right. Uh, good. Oh my God! It's got thirteen thousand ratings. Oh my God! <laughs> on Goodreads and one thousand seven hundred ninety-five reviews. He suggests that they pretend to be a couple. He draws up a contract with four rules: no deep, probing personal questions, no drama, no telling anyone the truth about the relationship. The contract is void on Christmas Day. Which is the or, this is that's what happens in the movie too, which we'll we'll get to. Just as she begins to find joy again, her long-held secret threatens to unravel the emerging relationship. But she might not be the only one with secrets. Hmm. Okay. Are you ready? Is the um, secret that she got a divorce? <laughs> Daniel, I will say, in this Hallmark movie, it really did feature diversity in that the main character was divorced. Yes, and the entire message was not shaming her for being right. divorced. Right. Was the like opposite. you don't have to be you don't have to get married. You can you can you can fuck and not be <laughs> She says that. I mean she go she says explicitly I just want to fuck and not be married, right? I think there's something really nice about a romance <laughs> movie where I get the sense that they are very romantically together. I also, though, if you told me that they broke up about two weeks after this movie done, I'd be like, I believe it. Yeah, totally believe it. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for this uh, summary that I'm going to give in like two uh, minutes? Yes. Yeah, so you want me to time you? Yeah. Great. Um, all right. All right. Whenever you are ready, we'll go in three, two, one. 
Elise, main character, is unhappy at her job because her boss, who was her ex-husband, is dating a model for their magazine or what have you. Nick, at another job, wants to get partner, and he's up for partner, but the other guy that's up for partner it has a wife who is also pregnant, so there's a good chance that he's going to get partner. So they, they meet in a sort of uh, Christmas way. Uh, the, Nick saves Elise from uh, Christmas carolers at a food court in a mall, and then they get to know each other, finds that their problems could be solved if they had fake uh, if they were in a fake relationship, so they signed a they sign a contract that is the mistletoe promise. The contract is void on Christmas Day, and it is intended uh, so uh, Elise can get higher up in her company, and Nick can get higher up in his company. They start to they start to fall in love um, very gradually. They learn more about each each other. Um, her her ex uh, Elise's ex is an asshole and kind of outs all of her secrets runs Nick's plates which is insane <laughs> and, like trying to find out if he has a criminal record and then uh it uh, when they go to New York so he can make partner and then they fall they actually fall in love and end a movie boom minute and a half how'd I do minute and a half Very minute and good. a half that's great that's good um, it's, let's a, go it's a dense one. It's there's a little bit of um, I think in particular the last like 20 minutes of this pretty beefy little movie yeah. here. And Daniel and I were talking before we started recording. We like this one. We this yeah. we like this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it it the main the main actors they do a good job. Yeah, and definitely. this might be because we watched it on fast forward, but the pacing was pretty good. <laughs> I would I would argue, um, but at this point, dude, I watched like the last fifteen fast forward, so it's like there's no my, my brain has just adjusted to that default <laughs> speed. I can still yeah. see the quality of the movie through the one point, let's say three times speed that I always <laughs> use. You know, sometimes when I'm watching the movie and like a song comes on, I was like, oh, this fucking slaps. And I remember that I've been like, <laughs> I've been like 1.35 speed and I turned it down to one and I'm like, oh, this is that was Jesus. Um, that was the first episode of 2016. That was the Lacey movie because I was there's a lot of songs in that one. It would just be like, here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, down Santa Claus. And I'm like, yeah, really fast. I was like, yeah, come on, <laughs> no, it was not the case. Yeah, there, there's a weird kind of the whole plot line of this mostly hinges on the fact of Nick's boss is apparently just like, yes, you'd be a good lawyer if you have a wife and child that you can ignore at home so you can work more here. Yeah, they, that's his logic. It's like, yeah, this movie is really anti-marriage. Yes, Su- super, super like anti-marriage which is weird to see in a hallmark movie arguably the climax of the movie is when holly gives this whole or right no yeah holly Holly? No, Elise. No, Elise. Holly's the other woman. Elise is the main woman <laughs> yeah good god when elise gives this whole speech about like look i just don't you know i don't want to be I want to be in a relationship with you, blah, blah, blah. And they're at this like fancy dinner with Nick's boss. And Nick is just like, look, sir, all due respect. I think it's fucked up. You think the best one of us for the job is the one who has a family. Like that is not a good judge of 
professional merit. It's not a good judge of whether or not I should get this promotion or if he should get the promotion. We should just get it on the merit of our work. And that's like arguably the climax of the movie. This, yeah, this dinner. This um, dinner, this big speech he gives. Where he's hard pitch, he's hard pitching himself. And this kind of, I mean, we, I remember Elise, Elise is getting really set off by this. And she, yeah. I mean, because throughout the entire uh, movie, the secrets that these book people are so upset about manifest themselves in the movie as uh as what's his name nick's christmas ghosts so he has three christmas ghosts he his first one he shares with us is um a a girl left him on christmas right Mm -hmm. he he got broken up with um wait no 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 that's his third one that's his third one i thought the third one was his best friend no, that's his first one. Because she's the one. future. Oh, wait. Okay, you I do thought Because I also thought it was a Christmas Carol thing for a all, second. All I knew was, all I knew was number two was uh, his his parents died when he was six. Or his yes, mom his left. Par- his, his mom, mom left his dad. Yeah, yeah. And his then mom, I think his, and his dad has died. <laughs> Possibly okay. of heartbreak. <laughs> so there's the, I guess it's okay. not really past, present, future then. Like, I think yeah. the mom dying or the mom leaving is in the past, obviously. For the sure. The present is probably the girl who left him Christmas. Because I get the sense that that was only like a couple of years ago. Yeah. Well, he was left at the altar. He wasn't yeah. like he was, pre- yeah. he got, he was engaged and then he, like, he, his, his, soon-to-be wife left him was that right she left it wasn't at the altar she left him though she left him okay sounds more familiar and Um, then the future is this like i don't think they really address it but i honestly really liked it he's got this work friend the whole movie holly oh yeah who he's very close with they you know they're cracking jokes they really get along really well they don't ever say it out loud, at least as far as I can remember. But I, there's a very clear implication in one scene where Holly drives the two of them to New York, to the airport, to go to New yeah. York. This is right after they ha- uh, Nick has tried to kiss her, and she said no. But yeah. she's like, I'll still go to New York with you for the contract because I still want you to get this job. First of all. 10 out of 10. Great. That's, yeah, that's a they, solid that's friend really, move right there. Yeah. Very uh, reliable. Very reasonable. Very, very good. Very mature of you. I love it. Uh, um, but she is... So so Elise is in the back seat, and she's framed as being between Nick and Holly. And for mm. a second there, I was like, is this movie... Are is they going to make them not hook up? <laughs> Is Daniel? Is this is this shot composition, dude? Is this imagery? Well, because then like they share like a hug, and it's a normal length hug. But when you're a character in a Hallmark movie, it's a very long hug for the person you are romantically interested in too. But of course, have signed a Christmas contract with. It's a very long hug, and they both kind of get out, and she's Elise has this look of like, hmm, hmm. And I thought that was going to be her realization of like, look, I, our contract or whatever was about you having the best time on Christmas and the best time on Christmas means being with Holly, not with me. I thought that's where we, what we were going to get. And I'm a little annoyed. We didn't get that. You know, what's interesting. We talk, I talk a lot about 
the movie i me not trusting the movie to to take me to a good place yeah uh like i don't trust the writers have my best interests at heart they are not going to take me to an exciting place um (laughs) there are two there are two times in this movie where i was like i don't trust what this movie is happening and they and they didn't they did a good job um the first time was when nick uh it was like halfway through the movie nick was confronting the uh elise's boss her ex uh about running the plates yeah and it was like do you Insane. run my plates? we'll get back to that yeah here, <laughs> oh I'll, I'll just do i'll just do it now he's yes, like he's like, oh like did you run the did you run my plates he was like they were going to this like snowman uh, uh oh building competition and and his boss and her boss took a picture of the his plates her ex-husband her ex-husband. yeah her ex-husband took a picture of his plates and he's like did you run my pl- plates and he goes no i don't really know what you're talking about it was like because because i have a buddy at the police department and he's the boss of your buddy at the police department. You had run my plates. So, like, did you run my plates? It's, it's, a, it's a manic moment. And he's like, it's I don't know. It's a really good scene. It's yeah. very funny. But then Nick starts, starts like, flirting with the uh, Elise's ex-new girlfriend. And yes, I'm like, he's like, you want to, yeah, you want to get lunch? We could run lines together. And I was like, uh, I'm worried that this movie is going to take this to an unexciting place oh, where, yes, where it's yes, like, yes. you're going to help me get partner. I'm going to help, help you get back your ex. Yes, and then, and I then it was going to be like, it was going to be like a Holly Nick get together. It's going to be like a, uh, Elise X get together. And then everybody's going to get partner. Everybody's going to get promoted, whatever. So I didn't trust that. And then the second time was what you just mentioned. And then a third time that I didn't trust what the screenwriters had in mind was in Toy Story 4 when they tried to make uh when i thought they were going to make woody and bo peep kiss and i was oh, oh do you know what i'm talking about yes i know exactly what you're talking about yes yes yes, yes, yes. so in, in toy story 4 at the end of the movie uh woody and bo peep have this really romantic moment and i was like how are they going to make these two plastic toys kiss because i i thought they were going to kiss i thought they were going to make them kiss did you think they were going to make them kiss it, yeah yeah because I and I was like the entire time during the scene, I was like, they're going to kiss. I was like this. I'm nervous, man. Hour and I was, four. Trey is spiraling. <laughs> and I was like, I, like they're going to have they're going to add a sound effect. Either they're going to do one of two things. They're going to they're it's going to be completely soundless. There's going to be no sound to this kiss or, or I'm going to hear I'm going to hear plastic and porcelain clink as their <laughs> lips touch which i don't know what's worse it, i was worried because what does that mean i'm, I'm you really know? sorry you were i don't yeah i don't want you to be worried i remember what the air smelled like in the theater oh my god <laughs> it's 2019 <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> I was so glad they didn't make those toys kiss. <laughs> you, um, God, I, I love, I love playing <laughs> in your mind sometimes. <laughs> it's, it's very fun. Those kids. So I don't think there's a whole lot to talk to with this, about this, with this movie. No, because it was good. It was a good movie. It was a good movie. And They're... like the plot's really simple. Um, the plot's really, really straightforward. The only kind of detail we missed out on, but again, it's not super important is, although, well, I should never say that I need to stop like 
I need to bleep that out when we say that. What? The thing that's the the, the idea of like, oh, this isn't really important because um, that's Everything often where important. we f- that's where we yeah. find the magic, baby. Um, so all that say, I think um, I, it's not important. It doesn't jump out at me as immediately important. But there is a whole thing that is going on at um, Elise's job which is a Santa tracker. She works for a kind of new, she works for a travel station, like a travel blog newspaper thing. And every year for Christmas, they go on the local news and they do a Santa tracker. And it's a really big deal. And um, this is why Elise's ex-husband's model new girlfriend is in the movies because she's going to do this. And that's what Nick volunteers to help her with in the bit that you mentioned earlier. Mm Mm-hmm. That's kind of the only other plot point that's like major, major plot point. But again, I can kind of see where we could find a connection in there. But I don't know, you know, here, let me let me I'm going to watch this part of the movie real quick. It's the part where they come back from seeing the the 2016 Christmas film that was funny and also dark. (laughs) Tommy, keep it shallow. Well, I've been accused not lately of being a workaholic. Okay, so first of all, he goes. <laughs> they walk. They're okay. They go see this movie. This is like their preliminary sort of getting to know each other. It's within the first like 20, 30 minutes of the movie. Sure. They they uh they go see this Christmas movie. It's twenty sixteen. It's smart, <laughs> but it's dark. Um, I didn't. And Nick didn't know a Christmas movie could be like that. He wants to get something off his chest. He goes. Uh, this is not p- part of the connection. I I want to figure out what movie they just went to go see. But uh, if you could look up yeah, uh, Christmas, Christmas movies. movies in theaters in 2016. Um, he goes, I've been accused lately of... Um, and then takes a way too run, big of run, a pause. Run, 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 like, run, 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 no way. I've been accused lately of uh, being... Uh, say it. Get it off your chest, man. Come on, you got time Va- ticking. Vampire. <laughs> it's like no it's it's i don't really know why he framed it that way it's the worst possible yeah, way to frame that shocking turn of phrase especially as a lawyer it's like be careful with your words yeah, i've been yeah i've been accused of um i've been accused lately of like you know embezzling millions of dollars from clients so you know it's so funny all right we got a couple of options here okay throw them at me the nutcracker came out uh the 7th 8th of december i don't really think it's a great one though no the two that are most interesting to me okay office christmas party jennifer aniston (laughs) jason bateman okay miller rob cordry kate mckinnon great great uh yeah that's a great cast i'm sorry has this person said kate mckinnon fresh off her breakout role in ghostbusters okay what the what the fuck are she's an emmy award-winning comedian (laughs) like like there's no breakout roles for her like come on and then okay the other option is interesting though and i think might be our one okay Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Oh, interesting. Smart, but dark. Smart, but dark. Wait, does he say, I didn't know Christmas movies could be like that? Yeah. He just means movies released at Christmas time. It's fine. Yeah, he just hit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Canon. They, they saw Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Star Wars canon. is canon. <laughs> Star Wars is canon in the HCU. Great. Okay, that's 
decided. Easily, easily connection. I'm I'm a little curious. There were some numbers that jumped out at me at the end of this movie. Okay. They kiss on a porch with no mistletoe. You fucking cowards. Right. Cowards. Absolute cowards. Um, but we see her address on it. We see her uh, house number. First of all, it's the longest digits I've ever seen for a house, <laughs> on a house number. On a house. What was it? 22965. 22965. You know, five-digit house numbers are common in the Midwest. This isn't in the mis- Midwest, though, is it? Where does it take place? I assume... I assumed a city. I guess it could be the. I guess. I guess actually. Yeah, they never say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right, never are, mind. I, Daniel, there are cities in the Midwest. Like I live in one. I I know there. <laughs> okay, saying you. <laughs> you fucking bastard. In the Midwest, what? That's the middle of I, fucking yeah, nowhere. Yeah, you're technically it's, correct. The best kind of correct. Twenty-two nine six five. If we match that up with a, if we match up the numbers. With letters, okay. V I F E, Vive. <laughs> what Wait, I'm proposing? Uh, give it, okay, what you're proposing? Okay. Why would they? Because clearly the implication <laughs> is they're going to get married. But why would they spell it in Vive? Vive. Okay. Nick's oh, a vampire. Oh, okay. Christmas vampire. Nick's a vampire. Christmas vampire. Oh, that's interesting. Can I can I offer you a gr- a more grounded suggestion? Uh, just I will so not be taking just, questions at this just time. So, no. Just so we can separate your two your two yeah, lives, yes, your yeah. two worlds. Okay. What if two two nine six five? Okay. Is that is that correct? Two two nine six five. Yeah. Two two nine what six if, five. What if what uh, if two two nine six five is? Uh, it could be five. But or it could be Babaif. Babaif. It could be uh, Nick is a Russian sleeper agent. Explain more. That's all I got. That's, okay. that's where the buck stopped. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Nick is a, Nick is a Russian sleeper agent. Because it is curious, isn't it, that we have seen no other governments of the world want to get involved in the hunt for Santa. Yeah. So what if Nick is Russian? And and his street address is <laughs> just a little clue that the Russians threw in to, to tout to Americans how much smarter they are than us. All right, hold on. Can I pull up the Russian alphabet to English? Vive. Okay. Or, or... Be bye. Nope. Hold on. Or, we're, gonna, we're gonna do this. Or it could be scratch the Russians two two nine six five. B uh B B if E standing for Elise. Baby if Elise. <laughs> Fuck are you talking realize about? Nick is a Russian sleeper agent, right? Do you follow that train of thought? Um, no, no, explain <laughs> it again. Okay, ready? Two two nine six five. Okay, you've done the you've done the heavy work here, Daniel. I appreciate that. You're welcome. BB, as in as in like a pet name, BB, right? BB if if BB if E Elise BB if Elise would t- see that Nick is a Russian sleeper agent, she would be able to uh, crack the code and solve the mistletoe promise. 
Okay, tell me what you're making faces and I'm rambling. Translating twenty two nine six five from the Russian alphabet to the English alphabet, but keeping the number. Okay. H I E D. Hide. <gasps> no way, man. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Okay, Daniel. Hide. Have you seen those TikToks where uh, these people go up to other people on the street and they make them uh, pretend like they're dreaming? No, I have not seen these TikToks. Like it was so like it's like somebody's like, "Hey, can Are you?" Are they hypnotists? You? No, no, no. It's like it's like if I were to. It's like if the person watching this right now, if I just started speaking nonsense and I was like, Kevin, and it was Kevin, like somebody named Kevin, Kevin, you're dreaming, oh, oh, wake they up. they gaslight them. Yeah, they gaslight them into gotcha. thinking they're asleep and then they get really confused because like who yeah. would do that? A yeah. crazy person who starved for content would do that. That's what. <laughs> and Absolutely rip them. If that means hide, what if Hallmark... <laughs> <laughs> No, don't make that a face. What what if a Hallmark I have is no te- idea what you're about to say? <laughs> what if Hallmark is rewarding Russians who watch their movies with information about an incoming an American attack in 2016? Think about think about Think about attacks in 2016, Daniel. I mean, what what are you talking about? <laughs> Daniel, I don't think I can make I don't think I can make these sorts of accusations on the air. <laughs> it's, what the is fuck the problem. Are you, talking? you have to now. <laughs> Cuz otherwise I got to cut the last 15 minutes cuz it makes no sense. Daniel, Daniel. Okay, 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 okay. Hide. In e- Russian. Not really, not really, but... <laughs> let's play, but let's play. Okay, yeah, let me look at what hide in Russian is. Hide in Russian. Okay, what's hide in Russian? Spriatit. 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 Spri... Spri... There's an R there. Spri... Spriatit. Spriatit. Beautiful. Did I do it? <laughs> I mean, I'm going off a of Google Translate, I have no fucking okay. idea, but probably. Spriatit. Okay. Hide... Hide in Russian on the house. The house, the hide on the house tells the Russians who are watching this film in in Russia in 2016 that they need to hide because the Americans are planning something. Right now, we're exiting the realm of uh, the Hallmark Cinematic Universe, and we're going just full conspiracy. Like this is re- this is real, Daniel. Daniel, wake up, Daniel. The dr- the game's done. HCU. What did we just do? This is this is real life. The Russians have must hide. This is not. This is okay. not. We're not fucking around anymore, man. Dude, this okay, is, we're, we were wrong. Deep. We were wrong. We got it. We were wrong. We were so okay. wrong. H i e d is not Russian. <laughs> Well, fuck. Well, what was I when saying? I t- when I type in when I type in H I E D on Google Translate, it automatically detects it as Western Frisian, which is an Icelandic language. Okay. I, okay. So scratch what I just said. So the but, Russians, but, but that's going off of the Russian translation. So that's wrong. 
Or is this a three language deep code? Santa's in Iceland. Okay? Fi- yes, that Daniel, makes more sense focus. Yes. Stop rubbing stop rubbing your eyes. I know I know eyes, you're I'm listening. listening. <laughs> 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 okay, ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Santa's in Iceland. Hide on the house is telling Santa to hide. Somebody Santa is watching this. We already established that the Hallmark movies that are released are also are based off of real events. Sure. Yeah. Art is a mirror to reality. Absolutely. Yes. Are based off of real events that happen in the Hallmark Cinematic Universe. And then these movies are released as films in the Hallmark Cinematic Universe. It's hard to it's hard to conceptualize. We do forget about that all the time. Yeah, we we this is this is the case. I think our brains would break if we had to operate under those rules. Santa watches every Hallmark movie that is released <laughs> just to get just to get yeah. some intel about how like how he's thought of on the other side santa sees this number he's in iceland right now icelandic santa is under attack icelandic santa no somebody inside hallmark is saying hide to uh, to Hi, icelandic, icelandic santa. santa we need to figure out why icelandic santa is under attack okay did we solve it why i mean we didn't solve why icelandic santa is under attack we have certainly opened up the mystery gates to try and figure out why though yeah so let's so i did a lot of so i just did some i did some spinning it's daniel it's your time to spin why is icelandic santa under attack oh (laughs) why would santa why would santa hide in iceland Hmm. Mm. I hear you asking at home because mm. Iceland is unique amongst every ally that is signed on to NATO, North oh. Atlantic Free Trade Agreement. Or, okay. Nope. No, you're close. That was close. North, North Atlantic Treaty that's Organization. NAFTA. Yeah, that's NAFTA yeah. is what you were going for. Yeah. It, Iceland is unique because Iceland has no standing military. Huh? Oh, Okay. Santa Santa does have a long-standing disagreement with departments of defense across the world. Why why does Atlantic Icelandic Santa need to hide? <laughs> Shut up, let me think. <laughs> why does Icelandic Santa need to hide? If I told if I told um 15-year-old Daniel, let's let's go back 10 years. If I told 15-year-old Daniel that he would have to really rack his brain to figure out why Icelandic Santa needs to hide because Daniel just watched 2016's Mistletoe Promise. What would what would 15-year-old Daniel say? It's, it's 2012. I mean, I mean <laughs> the you say Iceland, the first place my mind goes is the Norse gods. Oh. Has the US made an alliance with the Norse gods? Ooh. Are the okay. Okay. Because why would you just send the code in such a convoluted way and through another language? Santa speaks all languages. He can speak to all people. He would naturally put together the very blatant 22965 by... <laughs> yeah, the, the by increasingly from... obvious 22965. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he'd obviously yeah, catch it's practically the... in your... It's in your fucking face at that point. <laughs> yeah. It's too much, I'd say. <laughs> They he would he would see that, but the Nor- the Norse gods they can only speak they can only speak Norse. I mean, they can only speak Old Norse. Like 
They can't speak any of this fucking shit. So they don't, they don't know. Yeah. So the question is, why did Hallmark send this warning? It's some, well, I, I think it's somebody on the inside of the Hallmark production, production team yes. within the HCU okay. that has noticed something because obviously the Hallmark production team has ties to the U.S. government, obviously. Obviously. Um, so it has noticed something in secret files in which Icelandic Santa needs to hide. So we don't know. Yeah, I don't think we can jump straight to the Norse gods. As much as I'd love them to be here. Yeah. Listen, Daniel, you brought up aliens in like episode 30, and they got in in episode 70. So never say never. That's the thing. I'm like, let's keep an eye out for any like, hey, that person's always around when there's a thunderstorm. And this guy's (laughs) kid's a giant snake, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. I think there's something there. I think we got to pay attention at least for the numbers 22965. Or is it saying February 29th, 1965? Okay. Okay. February 22nd. Wait. No, February 29th, 1965, which is a leap year. Now that, okay, that's something. Yeah. Which is something. It's not a leap year, it's a year after the leap year. But it would require to have a February 29th would require a leap year to to be had. So maybe try March 1st, 1965. Maybe that's the code that needs cracking. Maybe that was the flag all along where it's like February 29th. That's weird. Okay. Well, okay. (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. We got a couple of things that happen. Okay. If we're going with February 22nd. Ah, shit, 29th. God damn it. March 1st. March 1st. March 1st. Okay, March 1st. March 1st, 1965. Mm, Nothing funny. Well, you know, I think we did good. I I think we did okay. I think we satisfied it. You know, the starts of years are always, they're difficult. You, You have a sense of renewal and... Sometimes when the movie's good, oh, you're not oh, looking for... Oh, co- okay, shut okay. Up. Shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be quiet. March 4th, 1965, the U.S. made its first underground silo launch of the new Minuteman intercontinental ballistic nuclear missile. <gasps> and what we talked about last episode... Oh, 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 oh. It, Actually, this is a warning to Santa saying that they're going to nuke dude, the Aurora Borealis. That's so funny that that's not even really that much of a jump. Okay. Well... Let's do naughtiest and jolly. Back it up, folks. We get, we did it. We did it. We did it. We solved Dude, the HCU. Hallmark is sending a warning to Santa that they launched a nuke. Um, do you want to hit me with your naughtiest and jolliest before we close this thing out? Naughtiest has to be the ex-husband. I mean, cheated yeah, on her, definitely. ran her new boyfriend's place. <laughs> just a all around piece just of a, shit. Yeah, just kind of crazy. I'm going to say jolliest is Holly, because like I said, I think Holly's got a got a real soft mm-hmm. spot for uh, Nick. I think she likes him a lot, but she sees that he's happy with someone else, and she steps out of the way, and that takes a lot of emotional maturity to do. Yeah, Naughtiest definitely ex-husband. I'm going to come combat you and say Elise is jolliest. I really liked Elise in this movie. I really liked her. I liked her arc. I liked the—I just liked that the story wasn't shaming her 
for having a divorce. Like, mm. you know, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Dope. Like, yeah, sick. sure. Like, do you. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. It's your life. Great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, You're not like, hurting anybody. Keep girl boss. Girl That's boss. That's what we say. Yeah. Divorce your ex-husband and then run him out of your company. Mm-hmm fuck unapologetically that's that's what i got she has that on a pillow it was a little disconcerting (laughs) to see it honestly but you know yeah it was hard to see but it was good to see it was Um, hard it was a hard but necessary thing to see yeah absolutely um you want to know about next week sure let's do about next week next week it's the one we've been waiting for we finally found it it's a perfect christmas daniel you know i've been waiting for a perfect christmas Oh, uh, you know this one's going to be a little, uh, a little bit of a silly one. A newlywed couple prepare to host their first family Christmas together, but things don't go according to plan. Oh, it's going to be a little silly. A Maybe little, a little battle of the bulbs. A little battle of the bulbs. Do you think they're going to break bulbs? up? I bet no. You think you, you don't think they're going to break up? No, of course they're not going to break up. You think they're? You don't think they're going to get divorced? No. Yeah, a little too much that's divorce. The, that's the annoying part, right? Is they're going to make this movie, and then in every other movie, it's going to be like, look, we got to make this marriage work. Instead of like, no, I mean, you don't have to. Like, you don't you don't have to make this marriage work if you don't want to. You don't got to force it, you guys. You just, just don't have to force it. Um. Okay, well, uh, we can force you to leave a five-star <laughs> review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, it really helps us out. You can also visit our website, www.mistletoesecret.com, and you can learn about the story so far. Or leave a uh, leave a um, a theory of your own at the bottom of your of the page. Uh, or you can send us an email with a theory of your own at mistletoesecret at gmail.com. Or you can visit us on Twitter at hcusecret on twitter.com. Colin yeah. Robertson made our intro music. He made a he made an an unnameable deal with an unnameable devil and summoned forth this melodic, charming music into our plane of existence. Bing a ging got a gong, ging a ging guy, ding dong. My name is Trey Plutnicki. Uh, my name is Daniel Conkle, and I'm reminding you to stay jingling and stay jolly. Thank you for listening. <laughs>